ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. You'll laugh. And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. That's me. And Matt Bradshaw. Steven Seagal. Welcome. <laughs> Evening. What do you call a man with a... <laughs> 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 you call a man with a failed movie career and uh, <laughs> standing on a football over with a chip in his mouth it's good yeah, yeah it's um, we yeah, I just made the comment that um, your shirt looked very cigar-esque and I took I was taken aback I felt like I was under siege <laughs> also I don't I don't know the names of any any of his movies enough to even make a pun out I of think, any of them. I think that's the only one I know. Death yeah. Wish or was that Charles Bronson? No, that's, yeah, he was. Yeah, he had Death Wish. Did he? Well, I don't think he had one. I think he had the movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not a real martial arts. That's um. Hmm. Geez, you love mixed martial arts though. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Okay. Oh, come on! I wasn't that fired up about you it. You were. You 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 got up last. So we were out late <sighs> last night for Amy's birthday. Went to a karaoke bar and. Uh, I don't know. Oh, should we go back? We're in Bali. Where? Bali. True. Which is an island in Indonesia. Some people may not know that. See, when I was far out, this is already difficult, this work. <laughs> what day is it? We should have done this live, by the way. It is Thursday. Well, it's currently It should live. be out by now. Yeah. We yes, are live. yes, currently live. <laughs> uh, barely. I slept till quarter to 11. Which day? Technically, is quarter to three. Don't fucking don't be that guy. Which guy? D- that guy that Check. does that stuff. It's really warm the, without the air conditioning. Yes, yeah, don't be the Steven Seagal of chronology. I don't like it. All right. You, did you feel under siege too? <laughs> was there? I think there was. I think there was. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was. The Erica Aleniak was in it. I'll tell the Erica Aleniak story. <sighs> okay. So, quick thing about being on or in something. I was on Bilitung, yes, which is a tiny island. Right. But I feel like I'm in Bali. Right. But that's not correct, is it? I'm on Bali. You're on Bali. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also, not what people say and do. I think you're in Bali as well. Why? Well, I think you're on the island. Yes. Right. And in the culture. Really? Is that what we're doing these days? Well, I think so. I think you're in a country. Like you're in a place. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're on it as well. Mm. Yeah? No? Because mm. I live in Australia, not on Australia. You live both. Because Australia is a piece of land as well as a concept. So you live in the concept and you live on the land. I don't live on the land. It's a fucking drought. <laughs> huh. Erica and Lenny, you want to hear the story? Have, you ever, have I ever told you? All right. Can you bookmark where we were to come what back we, to it? What were we doing? Oh, uh, you go. No, well, you started to... <sighs> You started to say about UFC last night. Ah, uh, yeah. And I said, let's at least explain. And then you said Amy's birthday. And I thought we ought to at least explain that we're we'll get back, we'll in get back to, slash on Bali. We'll get back to Eric Atlantic. So our, we? our okay. friend 
Amy uh, organised uh-huh. for her birthday to, instead of organising a big party, she said, I'd like to go away with my family and if any of my friends would like to come, then please come along. We are going to Bali. And gave us all plenty of notice. And then, To which, time, by the way, at the time, my response was, that's not April. That's not Thailand, which is what Steve and I had talked about doing. Nothing right. to do with Amy's birthday. Just let's go somewhere. <laughs> I, I was it April? Yeah, something like that. And I sent, I think we were on our way to a gig together, made a unilateral decision that that was what was going to happen. He said, yeah, well, we want to go away somewhere. It's great. Let's go to Thailand in April. And um, I sent him a message to the effect of saying, don't forget to book those flights to Thailand. Did, and and then did? the next, and then the, no, no. <laughs> and then the next thing that happened was there was the invitation from Amy. And I messaged Steve and said, what? <laughs> Uh, Go on. Uh, so, <laughs> that was earlier in the year, and we are now on Bali and in Indonesia. Maybe that's the correct term. All right. Yeah. Uh, and it was Amy's birthday yesterday, and we had the birthday dinner, and it was lovely and fun. And a few of us went out to a karaoke bar down the road, which, interestingly, they closed down pretty much as soon as we got there. They stopped the singing. Is that because at midnight? Is that because you're not supposed to be a good singer at karaoke? Because Amy <laughs> smashed it. She's she can really sing. She's yeah, she great, can. Great voice. Um, with possibly the worst sound system I've ever heard, ever. Oh, it was pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think hilariously bad. I actually think. <laughs> I do believe that's that's very that's good. good. That's a passable yeah. Louis Armstrong. I think at some point it was a good one. But it's yes. just been destroyed over Might time. Might have been the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so what happened when the karaoke was shut down, uh, the screen started playing the UFC. I like the way you say shut down, by the way, down. like the cops came. <laughs> well, it's definitely the sanity police. Uh, for me, at least. Insanity or on sanity? <laughs> well, I think that does depend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what her name is. Yes. You can be both. Sanity? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Start. Oh, I've got chills. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. No, it's hot in here. <laughs> Take all your clothes. <laughs> Come on, Steven Seagull. Get on it. Oh, caca, caca. <laughs> you mean you... <laughs> oh, God. You about to say cashew nuts. It's just... <laughs> Second podcast show. I've lost. Yeah, I love my life. What a life! I just get to cry in laughter on a regular basis. Good man. Ah. Anyway, the UFC got playing on the screens. And Matt, you don't like the UFC. I don't. So he stood I hate up. Everything it stands for. Pushed his chair in heartily and said, "I'm out of here." <laughs> and we were the five of us left there, you know, with our beers in our hand, going. Uh, all right, um, it's Bali. We can go walking with beers in our hands. So we uh, we followed you. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a little bit more of a conversation that went along with it. What didn't wasn't just that the no, UFC was, came on and I said fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> no, there was a lot of back and forth about how how awful you thought it was and how much the girls loved it. Uh, yeah, and- Andrew Popjoy agrees with me. Our, our mate who runs the piano bar. Well, you, well then. I'm just saying. Yes. I wasn't the lone dissenter. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. I'm the lone. Hi, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what? Is that the first draft? The Lone Dissenter? Yeah. No, what? <laughs> I Ho Silver? Yeah. Hooray! What? Is it the Lone Ranger? I Ho Silver? Is what the yeah. horse's name? Yeah. 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 Huh? Never mind. Was he on silver or in silver? <laughs> I think that depends as well. Um, uh, she was only the farmer's daughter, but all the horsemen knew her. No. Hey, more horse gags. Who are my first? Oh, yeah, that shits me too. What? Fucking people talking nasty about Sarah Jessica Parker. Why? I don't like it. We're just horsing around. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, why? Because just leave her alone and her lovely long face. I thought he was about to see my lovely horse. <laughs> no, I've done it twice in the last two weeks at gigs, though. No. I'd forgotten about it. Such a good song. Yeah. Well, you know, not really. Um, Do you remember the, the internet phenomenon that was, look at my horse, my horse is amazing? No. Why I'd did I miss that? It's pretty good. Little cartoony thing. It's mm. ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's, I guess, in the same vein of, do you remember Charlie and, and, and Candy Mountain? No. Candy Mountain, Charlie. No. No? No, what's that? Ah, that's a... Ah, oh, you got to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Right. Yay! Candy Mountain. Okay, doesn't matter if you haven't seen it. Not great salesman. No, sorry, you're right. Yeah. Well, uh, I've shown it to other people who also have said, this is ridiculous and why are you subjecting me to this when I'm an adult male and I have a brain? But I reckon you'll like it. Okay. Yeah. Absurd. Anyway, um, yeah, there was, a, there was a little cartoony... Song called Look at My Horse. My horse is amazing. <laughs> and I used to do it at gigs. <laughs> Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Yeah. Well, I do like the sound of that. That's, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's good. All right. I'll post a link so you can all remember. <laughs> anyway, friends friends who I first did that for, uh, oh, I hate a dangling participle. Um, f- friends for whom I first did that song. No matter. <laughs> it's the heat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're both dangling. Both my participles. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, they came along to my gig uh, last thirst, whenever it was that I did a gig, that they were there. And I did, I did, a, I did a bunch of songs about horses. I did Wild Horses. Mm-hmm. I did The Horses. Well, yeah. I had to. Okay. I did My Lovely Horse. And then they said, what about My Horse is Amazing? Ah, oh, shit. Good idea. I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, so I'm going to have to relearn it. We... Jordy and I last Sunday we played and there was a whole bunch of people who'd done the marathon and so he sang songs with the word run in the title and Good. I sang songs with walk because we decided <laughs> out of the two of us he was more likely to run a marathon and I was more likely to walk on that's good yeah did you play run don't walk no oh no. dude I don't know what that is what's that I think it's the shadows isn't it <clears throat> I don't know I don't know what that is <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I heard you. Anyway. Thriceness. I was going to tell you a story about Erica Aleniak earlier. I never would have got back to that name. Well. I would have said, um, and what's his name? Armin Zane? Uh, Zane Malik. No, not him. He's good. Um, so. Oh, no. That's not who I met either. Who's the guy in Mr. Robot? I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not him either. Sorry, folks. Why are you apologising to them? I'm apologising for myself and to myself. I don't even know how I got here, but I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> when I was 11 Rami years old. Rami Malik. There you go. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, man. Well, I looked it up. When I was 11 years old, uh, 
the television show Baywatch was at the peak of its powers. And Erica Eleniak was, I think, kind of the replacement for... What's her face? You know, you say her name and I want to say Duda Duda afterwards. Yeah, well, wait till the story finishes. Oh! Yes. She was quite... Was Duda Duda? Almost. Um, it was, she was quite an attractive young lady, and so I had a little bit of a crush. Anyway, I used to go to Werribee Plaza to collect trolleys off shoppers because they had dollars in them, and I would say to them as they would walk out of the supermarket, excuse me, can I please help you with your shopping and in return um, get to take your trolley back and, you know... You didn't actually say get to keep your dollar, but everyone knew that's what they meant. And people were mostly, yeah, mate, no worries, that'd be great. And then you'd have a bit of a chat, get the dollar. And that was how I got my pocket money for pretty much three years. It's also how I saved up enough money to buy Crowder House's Temple of Loman. But anyway, that's another story. We've spoken about it. We have. <clears throat> so one day I met my friend Troy. My, you see, we lived on opposite sides of the plaza. We met up, we did some trolley collecting, and then we went to the newsagent. Because around about that time was when Erica Eleniak did her Playboy spread. Ah, so I'm one of those people, I'd always have been like, I'm not very brave, but if someone's less brave, I go, all right, I'll do it. Right, so we went into the newsagent and I picked up the Playboy. I was like 11 years old. I picked it up and I opened it up and he came over and we were both looking at it together, looking at this stunning woman in the um, in her Baywatch gear and without it. Did, so was Playboy doing full nudes at that point? Yes. Okay. Yep. And I think I've ever owned a Playboy magazine. Well, I've owned one. The story keeps going. Anyway, Troy says, Dom, Dom, there's, there's a man standing behind me. There's a man standing behind me. I'm like, what? There's, there's a man standing behind me looking over my shoulder. He hasn't moved for like 30 seconds. And I turn was, around. Was it David Hasselhoff? No, I turn around and it was my dad. Oh, no. <laughs> which, which was a miracle in itself because my dad never went to the shopping centre. So, so he'd obviously just popped out and he kind of came up and came up was directly, or Coles was directly across the road from the um, thingamajig, the newsagent. Anyway, clipped me over there. He said, by the time I get home, you better have told your mother what I caught you doing. So I got on my bike and I rode home and I got home and mum said, oh, you're back from collecting trolleys early. I said, ah, oh, you know, I told her the story. And she clearly was like, <clears throat> you know, trying not to laugh. But well, you, you better go to your room until your dad gets home then. So I was grounded for a week. And I was, fuck? Yeah, I got grounded. And, you know, they sat me down. They said, you know, that's, you know, that's not something you should be doing in, in public. You shouldn't be, you know, reading those kind of magazines. But, like, you know, it's not the kind of thing you should do. Anyway, I did my chores and I was ground for a week and at the end of the week, the Playboy was on my bed. <laughs> my dad bought it for me. Dad's all about the lesson. Yeah, yeah. He's all about the lesson. 11. Yeah. Fuck me. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's the only Playboy I ever owned. Uh, and my, uh, do you know what's cool? I got to collect the trolleys. Someone else paid for it. I mean, I paid for it technically by not being able to do anything for a week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Would you have earned enough money in a week to buy it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course dollar you would. For a tro- I mean, dollar in, I'm talking 1989. How much was a Playboy in 1989? 15 oh, bucks? No, nah, no way. Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10. Really? Yeah. Shit, eh? Well. How much is a litre of milk? I don't know. Mr. Turnbull? I don't know. Oh. I don't buy milk. <laughs> no. That was Mr. Turnbull. He had someone buy it for him. 
I don't understand that. I don't understand why it's why is it important for like a politician to know the price of like everyday commodities? Because they need why? to know what everyday people are going through. Why? They just do. That's silly. It's not silly. Why? <laughs> because they're our elected officials. They should have a full understanding of particularly of what their main um, voter base, particularly, uh, what they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. They should know stuff like that. They but should know what a weekly shop costs. Well, that... They fucking should. I don't... I don't... <clears throat> I don't agree. That's why... And I don't like UFC. Okay. Jeez, she's loud. I'm out of here. You're allowed today. I'm allowed. Yeah, you are allowed. <laughs> and it's permissible. Boys are loud. <laughs> so, would you like to tell the world... Uh, what else you've done this week other than oh, if you object want. to KFC? <laughs> I used to really like KFC. Hey, I just want to, I should let everyone know. Yeah, go on. There's a, there's a JFC. Yes. In Bali. Yep. Yeah. Java fried, fried chicken. chicken yeah. And it's like a Balinese looking guy with the hat on. He looks exact. I mean, it's a total piss take. Brilliant. Well, it's not, no, it's not a piss take. It looks like a piss take because it's done pretty shoddily. But yeah. it's like, it looks like it's supposed to be KFC, but it's JFC. It's cute. It's, yeah. yeah. There was an OFC in, um, in, uh, uh um, Billitong when I was there. What's, what's that? Uh, original fried chicken. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not oriental fried chicken. Yeah. Original fried chicken. I can't say chicken. that, man. I can. Oh. You're allowed to talk about- What? Yeah. You're allowed to say oriental about food, just oh. not about people. What about disoriented <laughs> oriental massage? I, I, I'm not sure about that. That feels weird. Speaking of massage, like, uh, after we leave here, I'm going to go get four hands. Yes, three people. <laughs> <laughs> like sweat dripping out of dirty laundry. Oh, good. Yeah. God, it's a terrible song. Um, but geez, people like it though. They do, and it's it's one of those universal songs. It does. Like yeah. twenty year old girls love it, and forty year old girls and forty year old girls love it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's a song song, though. That's what's good about it. Yeah, it is if actually it, a song. You know, it's a song. It's not one of those, like, doof, doof, doof. Is there anything going to happen ever? Is there an actual chorus or anything like that? It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a song song. It's uh, got a bridge. It's got a bridge. Um, and I like, I love when when in the band, though we didn't do it in GeForce, but because um, we don't play at venues where it's suitable, but we did it in the Ralph Thomas band as one of the covers that we did, and Geordie sang it, and it sings the arse off it. It's fucking great. Um Every time he sings it, I'm reminded of how it actually goes instead uh, of how we do it. I sing it, yeah. Um, but we stick a guitar solo in it like, like we do when you and I do it. So it becomes, it becomes a, f- I don't mean a song becomes a song when you put a solo in it, except it kind of does. Um, <laughs> but it becomes a song and you yeah. play it with real Roof, drums. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's, so it's actually cool. It's good fun to play. Uh, I often get a bit confused these days when I hear the original version of a song. I'm like, is that how that goes? There's no guitar solo in it. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I I suppose you go back 10 years, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, probably longer. 10, 15 years. When um, songs went from being how you and I grew up listening to them, which was, you know, like, I mean, if you're just listening to basic pop rock songs, First, like, intro, first chorus, first chorus, bridge, maybe, solo, a mm. couple of choruses out. Yep. And that's pretty well how a song was constructed. And then solos got replaced with raps. 
and that's what took the place. That that was the that was the the that section of the song. Mm. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, rap, chorus. And it's never been the same since. <laughs> and now here we are, trying to shoehorn solos back into um, Hot and Cold and Zayn Malik. Is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm. So I went back to the uh, the uh, the town where I was born. I didn't. That's Hobart. I went back to the island on the which I- The town where you grew up. What? Is that the next- the, is that the other? The town where I grew up. Yeah. Huh, is that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went back to the to the to the island uh, on which I grew up um, between the ages of four and eight. Tell them the uh, nice little bit of trivia about the name of the island. Okay. And the name of I the other. I love when thing. he does this. When he interviews me. When he when he sustainable creatives me. <laughs> no. Not yet. Mate. I'm never coming on there. He doesn't want me as a guest. <laughs> He already knows I don't do anything. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Tell them. All right, Stephen. Baldwin. Caca. <laughs> <laughs> um, BHP Billiton. Uh, the island, Billitung, B-E-L-I-T-U-N-G, which used to be back in the old days, B-L-I-T-O-N-G. Um, that's where BHP Billiton gets its name from because... Um, Westerners are useless at pronouncing anything the way the locals do. So, Bellitung became Billiton. I'm saying it an Australian thing. It actually wasn't an Australian that named it. I think it was a German company, Dutch company. Probably Dutch Probably because Dutch. it was, yeah, because of the occupation. But it was, yeah, anyway, mm, there we go. So, my father worked, he's uh, a metallurgist. He once so was... mine. Yeah. Yeah. He once was given a T-shirt by his... Um, subordinates, uh, the guys who worked for him. Um, and I remember I was thinking about it as I was hiking up this uh, rocky path into the jungle to try to get to the top <laughs> of... <laughs> it wasn't steps. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. Rocky. Um, to the top of the open cut mine. So... Well, it literally is the scene from Rocky. Huh? Get to the top of anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I presume people are familiar with what an open cut mine looks like. Like you basically yeah. cut into the side of the mountain or whatever, and and yeah. then it's it's kind of concentric circles, which basically you dig at the bottom and you drive the shit up to the top, or you dig into the side of the mountain and pull the shit out. There you go. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's why I'm not a metallurgist. Um, they once gave him a t-shirt that said metallurgist. Uh, jack of all trades and master of some <laughs> which I remember back in the day like, as a kid my dad laughing at it and saying I don't I don't think like I don't think they get it they don't yeah. get the phrase but actually I think my dad didn't get it I think that I think it was totally what it was supposed to say jack of all trades and master of some because you know the phrase is no oh that would be funny <laughs> anyway because uh, over my dad's uh career as a metallurgist he's performed like a huge number of roles so chemical analysis of the stuff they bring up but feasibility studies and um brian my mate in adelaide always uh talks about the time that my dad's my dad was at the the starting stages of a of a mine in on 
Banka Island, which is related to Billiton. They're actually they're often called Banka Billiton Island. Um, uh, yeah, Brian's, Brian reminds me that I once helped my dad pick the paint scheme for the mine. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Uh, so Lots of similar stories my dad has. He d- didn't go into mining. He went to steel making. Mm. But yeah, the same same thing of like, hey, Joe, where you go with that gun in your hand? Uh, and I was like, I will get you to do this because you, you understand the chemistry yeah. and you understand the, you know, you do this analysis and you understand, you know, the physics of that because they have to in order to. They're fucking clever fellas. Yeah. They're, you know, one step away from being Midas, really. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I went back to the, back to the island, um, for the first time since I grew up there. So, uh, little tiny island, like maybe 160, 180 k's from one side to the other. And, um, I just jumped on a, on a motorbike and rode around seeing what I could find, which on the first day was bugger all. (laughs) Um, I found where I used to live like the area where I used to live, but couldn't find my old house. And I just, I remember when uh, my dad and I, four or five years ago, went down to Tassie um, to the West Coast of Tasmania, which is where I actually grew up, born in Hobart, but moved to the West Coast and grew up with my parents there. I'm looking into middle distance as I try to remember things. Yeah, I do all the time. And we went back to our home or my hometown, um, a place called Lawina, which now doesn't exist. It's a, it's a ghost town. So, because again, dad being, <laughs> dad being in the mining game, when the mine shut down, they just took all the prefab buildings out, and yeah. and it's been so the roads are there, but there's trees growing up through the middle of them, and it's a, it's a pine forest. It's so it's, um. Oh, fuck, I'm trying to think. There's a name in Indonesian where they, where the, the man-made stuff gets, gets reclaimed. reclaimed by the forest. Katamunting or something like that. I can't remember. It's really cool though. Uh, I love the concept of it that it's actually got a name because mm. we don't have that. No, we. Well, it doesn't happen very often in the Western world. Is usually maybe that's why. Mm. Yeah, it's like 155 words for snow. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what happened? I went to try, oh yeah, uh, so my hometown, Tasmania, Louina, doesn't exist. Uh, but at least there, I've got photos of my dad kind of pushing through the forest and the undergrowth. So it's the West Coast, it's actually, um, even though it's cold, there's like big ferns and stuff, which you, you more associate with tropical climates and all that sort of thing, but these are like Australian forest mm. ferns kind of thing, even though it's fucking cold on the west coast of Tasmania. Um, but yeah, him like kicking this kind of rock wall saying this this would have been our back fence, mm. stuff like that. Um, it turns out though that uh, I only missed by about 20 years um, them raising all our homes to the ground and starting again. So that's why I couldn't find it on the first day. I rang my parents from a place that I recognised, which was an old swimming complex where we where the families all used to gather on weekends for picnics and here's the thing uh i i think about the fact that when my parents went to indonesia they would have been in their 
late 30s, I guess. So, and it was, uh, they were, we were pretty well the first expat family on the island, which is fucking amazing. Like to think that my parents took their four-year-old from Tasmania to this fucking tiny island miles from, yeah, it's just, it still blows my mind. That they why, took, why does that? Because I think that's an incredible, uh, I, think, I think it's an incredible risk. I think of the people I know now that won't even take their two-year-old to Bali for a holiday sure. because they're worried about the flight and, and, and oh, it's <sighs> you know, a bit dirty and we can't drink the water and all that sort of yeah, stuff. And yeah, but that's, I mean- packed up their lives and their- that's, But that's something that people, people have done yeah, that, I mean that generation as well. That's that's oh, they did because the world has the so. world had to be explored and settled, and particularly in the the height of uh, of business and and whatnot when it really started to explode. I mean there were so many opportunities, and someone had to go. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, right. The other, I mean, I feel like maybe the unsung hero, for want of a better phrase, in all of it is my mum because my mum had a career as well. Like dad, dad was working as a metallurgist at the mine in Queenstown in Mount Lyle, and mum was matron of the Queenstown Hospital. Um, she wasn't allowed to work in Indonesia, like mm. Indonesian, Indonesian women didn't work. So she kind of, she quit her career to go to this, Hang my mum's you. a really strong, quite dominant woman. I can't even imagine what those conversations <laughs> must have been like, you, you still haven't met my mum. No. but. Um, you might have a deeper appreciation of what I'm trying to say if you had met her. <laughs> She's lovely, yeah, but she doesn't take any shit. So, <laughs> um, <coughs> where does that get us to? <coughs> uh, you went back to... So I rang my dad. Yes. <coughs> and said, this is what I can see. Oh, okay, no, wait. <coughs> I remember what I was trying to get to. <coughs> um, If you think of the typical kind of <clears throat> character that might, like you think of the guys that come to our gigs that do fly in, fly out to the mine sites in Western Australia and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like they're drinkers and <clears throat> they're, drink, they're drinkers. Well, they're guys that spend a lot of time with other guys. And they're, yeah, yeah they're middle Australian um, blue collar workers. Yeah. Uh, my, my dad wasn't actually down in the mines, but a lot of the people we, that ended up coming to the island, of course, uh, were um, big Tonka truck drivers and big Tonka truck drivers. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I just I think back now to what it must have been like when I talk about them going to this swimming complex and having a having a gathering. Jesus, there must have been a lot of just beer and dumbness, like us, like us last night. Right. Letting our hair down. Yeah. <clears throat> It's just, it's weird to think of my parents like that. Oh, why? Because that's just not the relationship I have with my parents. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just, I never think of my parents as being like me, ever. Okay. <clears throat> no one's like you though, Benny. You mean we're all snowflakes? No. Oh. <laughs> just no one's like you. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Yeah. I got pretty I, sunburnt. I don't know anyone who's been attacked by a possum. <laughs> I got attacked by a possum. (laughs) 
Looks pretty good though, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 This is seven days. Um, Matt got home one night and there was a possum outside his house and he said, go away, possum. And it went away via his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He went the wrong way. Which I didn't realise how bad it was until I just kind of, I definitely made a noise. What? So the possums have been keeping me awake at night. They've been coming into my ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Well, they do. I think it's the same one. Ah. In my head, it's the same one. And I'm kind of, like, it's annoying when it wakes me up as the as dawn is breaking. And Matthew, Matthew. No, I just, yeah. I hear the roof tiles lift a bit. You know, that, that ceramic scraping on scraping noise. Yeah. Well, they lift the roof tiles. Well, that, I think they must get in through. And I've tried to fill that gap with, like, builder's foam where yeah. I thought they were getting in. Yeah. So I hear that noise. So I know what that noise sounds like. You know what that noise sounds like. Yes. Yeah, okay. So in my head, I've, I've come to understand it used to run along the roof line and then down into the wall cavity. Yeah. And then that really shit me because he made a lot of noise down there and I didn't like the, the idea of him being down in the wall cavity. Yeah. But now he just comes in and just kind of sleeps. So I hear him kind of come in and then scratch around a bit. It's like, you just and then he obviously like you just hear the rustling yeah. as his big brushy tail kind of on the ceiling and then and then he just goes to sleep and I'm kind of okay like with that in the sense that well, he's clever he's a clever possum but what if he what if he electrocutes himself on your ceiling fan again like, that is a problem yeah yeah that was a bad time that was a bad time in my life could I tell him yeah go and tell him so Matt's had possums in his roof for a while, uh, in it while on and off, and on and off. once upon a time, there was a bit of a bad smell. And in fairness, I say, mind you, uh, I had called the possum man to come and get the possums out, and he came up and said, "There's no hole big enough for a possum to get in here. You got rats." Uh, okay, oh, great. That's good news. So, so what do I do about that for two hundred and fifty dollars, Mister Possum Man? He said, "No, I'll just throw some baits up there." Call the rackler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, which I didn't like either. I didn't, you know, I mean, I don't like killing shit. Yeah. But I mean, I don't like rats in my roof either. Yeah. Who wants that shit in their lives? That rat shit in their lives. Okay, go on. So, bit of a bad smell in the roof, permeating down into the uh, kitchen. Not good. And then, on the bench, maggots just appearing. And then Matt would clean them up. And then later on, there'd be more maggots. Like, where are they coming from? What they're doing is they're coming from the extraction fan above the kitchen sink because the possum had been electrocuted on the top of the ceiling fan in the roof and was obviously decomposing and it was a perfect place for flies to reproduce. How many weeks did you clean up maggots? Oh, dude. (laughs) It was the fucking... it It was like a horror movie. It just was, out of nowhere, raining maggots. Well, you you wouldn't even have thought where are they coming from because suddenly, like they're God there again damn. after you've left the room. And then flies, flies hatching in my house. Big, dumb, slow moving, bumbling, yeah. horrible. Oh God, it was possum awful. bread flies. And every night, for this maybe is awful. A, this is a week. This is, you know what this is? We've now become a horror podcast. We, we might get extra listeners we now. We might. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> yeah, By extra, I mean one. Sweeping up flies. And oh, dude. Oh, 
I, I wanted to. I, it's weird. I can't adequately describe how fucking horrific that was. The smell and the the happenstance of it and. Now, I, I completely understand, like, what the smell would be because I used to work at the cinema and we would have dead rodents all the time and they would be in wall cavities or in air-conditioned ducts and stuff like that. And decomposing animals, are they are a terrible smell. And it's a yeah. really distinct, and comes, obvious smell yeah. and you know what it is. So I smelt the smell in the house and thought, oh, that's mm. really awful. I can't. It took me a couple of days for my brain to pinpoint what it was. Yeah, like, years yeah. and years ago... We'd caught a rat in a trap in our house in Adelaide and didn't know the trap had gone off. Um, and by the time, like then I'm trying to track down the smell. It's like, oh, fuck, that's what it is. And so it immediately took me back 25 years to when, and it's the same smell. Yeah. So just that it's, olfactory memory switch is really strong. Yeah. I hate that. Because I know that smell very well from my, you know, my time working in the ceilings of the cinemas which is where the projection rooms were because most projection rooms in cinemas were like up they're all above the theaters and there's literally just a a roof space with air conditioning ducts Mm. between the projection room and and you know the the top of the building yeah so there's never really any insulation you know like so there's lots of kind of things that can get in and out so you would smell those smells and i hate the fact that i know what that smell is so much and so often i'm in, I'm in a public space like you know yeah, shopping you center that. or you know places that i work and i know what the smell is and i know that, you know i know that something's stuck somewhere you know nearby the food court i'm like yeah you know i mean i get <laughs> nearby the food court. yeah i mean i i, I appreciate too that you know uh there are bugs and creepy crawlies all over the place, and that's just part of life. And, you know, we've survived with that, and it's not a problem, but the smell's no good. No. no. I, I killed a lot of bugs riding in Billiton. I realised when I was wearing a white T-shirt. <laughs> On your chest? I do. Yeah. Just bug spatter heaven. Yeah. 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 Ick. Ickness, Everdeen. First <laughs> <laughs> <First> draft? <laughs> I'm in my pyjamas. Um... I think all things are pajamas if you fall asleep in them. Yeah, we had a conversation <laughs> off camera. Yeah, I heard you. We had a conversation off camera, not today. And when I say off camera, I just mean in real life, where you said pajamas are no good. No, 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 no. That's not. I I think pajamas are okay. They're they're fine. I get it. Yeah. Can yeah. re-explain to me though what your thing was. Pajamas are no good because I don't know if you then stay in them all day. It's icky. Well, that well, no. That I mean that's true. Uh, see, I don't have... It's I, midday, by the way. Okay, I don't have pyjamas. I don't wear pyjamas to bed. I've all, always been, uh, I think, from... Rudy nudie. Early teenager. Look, I have a... Like, I, I'm a hot body. <laughs> a dad bod. But uh, my my body runs hot, so I don't generally like to wear a lot of clothing. Uh, and I certainly... If I you put a blanket, you know, just one sheet over me in winter and I'm warm. Like, so I don't need to like snuggle up with a bunch of blankets and be all toasty because I'm already warm. So my body runs cold. Right. That's that's kind of unusual for men. Men are usually the hot bods and women are going, I'm so cold. Um, Yeah, no, I'm... I'm, Which I think is a hormonal thing. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, I know. But I told you, I got proposition many times on the, the way home last night. Was it the night? conversation we had? Is like I don't wear pajamas, so I kind of feel like 
I, if I wake up in the morning, there's no sitting around in my bed clothes, kind of just getting ready for the day, or you know, not nice and relaxing. I'm if I'm awake and I'm and I get out of bed, my day started, mm. and I don't wind down at the end of the day, you know, get mm. ready. That idea of I'm getting ready for bed, mm. I go and now it's bedtime. Brush my teeth and in bed. It's mm. like a forty-five second transition. Other people, though, they come home from work and they might go, I'm in for the night, I'm not going to go anywhere, I'm going to put my pyjamas on and just, I like, but I don't, I don't live like that. <sighs> I, think that I don't live like that. Um, yeah, okay. I was 12 when I first experimented with going to bed nude <laughs> uh, and found it really difficult oh. because I was 12 years old and everything was hypersensitive. So I would climb in bed and immediately get an erection. Because everything was all frictiony and, oh, this is nice. I can do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> but now, as a fully formed adult, so for the last probably 12 or 18 months... That I've been was wearing... really tough for Matt when he was at boarding school. <laughs> when he was 12. <laughs> I was kind of at boarding Did school. Did you go to boarding school? No, no, but yeah. I lived with my godparents. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. My, my parents shipped me off. They couldn't be fucking well, yeah. bothered anymore. You wouldn't wear clothes to bed when you were 12. <laughs> That's understand. It's hard for parents. It's hard um, for you. Shit, was. Really hard. Yes. So, uh, yeah, 12 or 18 months ago, I started wearing boxes to bed again because I just I felt like everything was... No. Cardboard? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I used to pull my boxes off before I went to bed. My mum says I spoiled those dogs. <laughs> but now... Now... I, um, I didn't have a cocker spaniel. <laughs> I didn't have a cocker spaniel. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I've gone to wearing like they're really light they're lovely light cotton yeah so I wear these to bed now and I feel really I sleep better that's good because I was having a, I, I needed to find some way of trying to get back to normal sleep pattern okay and I discovered that sleeping nude wasn't working for me so it's boxes okay but uh, this is better I don't know I can't explain it I've always been a shirt on pants off guy to bed because uh, my shoulders get cold often at gigs as well yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, anyway so I'm in my pajamas this is uh, this is gig swag I got this as a giveaway it says Playboy Clubhouse oh good yeah so I get that with your El- Erica Eleniac <laughs> Playboy uh, yeah I reckon I got this probably 10 years ago this gig swag I still got an unopened one because I got a whole bunch of them and I love it so that's my favourite sleeping shirt and that's what I always take away with me. I take my favourite pillow away. I haven't needed it. Everywhere I've stayed, pillows have been really good. I stayed in the same room number in both hotels. Oh, that's freaky. I know. How's that? Yeah. 527, both places. Ooh, that's real freaky. And I told the guy when I checked in here, what? That's crazy. I said, no. What? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, this has been a difficult listen, I reckon. Yeah, look, it's been a difficult talk, to be fair. <laughs> Not that, I mean, just mean we've both had trouble talking. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I slept really badly the night before last, which is why I slept eight hours today. And Dom, uh, Dom actually didn't wake me up, but I woke up, looked at my phone. It was just a message from the Dom, the, from, Dom from the Dom <laughs> that said, uh, you'll come to, um, <laughs> that said, Matt, with three exclamation marks. <laughs> I don't know how you thought that was going to help. I was worried. Yeah, but how was that going to help? I was worried about you. Because you walked home the wrong way last night, twice. 
Oh, yeah, I did. Twice? Yeah, I did. That's how I got to come and have another beer with you guys. Because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we... Get- I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> before we finish, I'll tell you the little story. So um, we said goodnight to the girls. The girls decided they, they had to go to bed, and this is probably 12.30ish, and Matt said, oh, I've got to go too. And Andy, who was over here, had a flight delayed by about eight hours, and so his flight, instead of leaving at bloody 10.30, got pushed back to 5.30. That is rough, isn't it? Yeah, and so he would have had to leave the hotel at at three so I just said mate I'll stay up we'll go get some more beers from the 7 eleven type place or the Circle K whatever Circle it is Circle K yep. and uh, he says no well, we just go sit on the on the beach on the lounges um, he said yeah that's cool alright because we had a we had a nice couple of days hanging out so we're in the Circle K and I've got the two beers and I turn around and then Matt's this is about five minutes after Matt's gone home we <laughs> see him walk past the Circle K and I'm like, what? Which was in and the opposite direction to the one I'd headed in to start with, which was the right way. Yeah. And I shout out Matt. So he's walked back and I bought a third beer and I made you hang out with us for another hour. And he finally said, I really have to go to bed. I'm exhausted. I've hardly eaten for two well, days. Well, Papa's was going to the airport. Like he was leaving then, wasn't he? No, no, no. We just ran out of beer. What? And we had another hour to go. Oh, fuck. I left because I thought it was done. No, you left because you were like, I have to go. Yeah, no, but no, no, but... I, no, the I, beer was done. We were, oh, we were empty. So we're like, we were fuck. getting up. We we're like, all right, we've got to go. Anyway. Okay. Point being. Um, Matt I thought I'd say to the natural conclusion of the evening. <laughs> Matt walked home the wrong way twice. I did. And I, did, I only realised it this morning when I looked up where his hotel was. I'm like, Matt's walked home the wrong way twice. He's usually up and about really early. I haven't heard from him. He hasn't responded to my message I sent almost two hours ago. I'm a bit worried because he's also not read the message. Because you can see whether it's been read. This is on a Messenger. So then that's when I texted you. like, Matt, with three exclamation marks. Oh, have I read your Messenger message? I'll read it now and see what I said. But I don't think there is one. No, I there think is. that's the issue. No, there is. It says podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At what time? But look, it. Oh, there was a nothing there a moment ago. Oh. Yeah. I had it so I didn't know there. there was a... Yeah, right. 9.20 podcast. There's a really, really good chance that by the time... We both get back to Melbourne over the next couple of days. We will be sane again because we're a bit loopy. You say that, but I, I don't feel like this is actually very different to most of the other ones we do. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, well. Do you? Really? I don't feel like it's a lot different, yeah. but I know that I am feeling loopy. Oh, you, okay. You're feeling loopy too. No, I'm not loopy. Narcom- you, when I touched you before. My narcombagging. Yeah, you felt loopy. <laughs> I missed breakfast this morning. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I've had plenty of coffee. Hmm. Oh, do you know what? I slept about two hours last night because I had those. Uh, I bought a packet of chocolate covered coffee beans. So after I said goodbye to Pobbers at 3 a.m., I was by 5 a.m., I was awake again. I, was like, oh, I don't like them. Chocolate covered coffee? Yeah, beans. that's why I only had one last night. Like, I had one and then was reminded that I really just don't. Because the whole walk home, and I got to have a good long walk home. Yeah. I, I reckon I walked about a K and a half instead of about 600 metres. <laughs> 300 metres. Shut your fucking mouth. Anyway. <laughs> 600 <sighs> me- Sometimes it takes 600 metres to walk 300 because you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but you just. First draft? Directionally challenged. Mm. Uh, yeah, just, and just the whole time, just. Oh, fuck, there's another bit of errant coffee beans stuck in my oh, teeth. Oh, I love that. Ah, uh, the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Don't like it. Oh, well. 
I don't rate it. Speaking of the gift that keeps giving, yes, uh, we're going to say goodbye now. Well, I'm oh. going to say goodbye. Matt can keep talking if he wants to, but I'm going to turn the, uh, everything off. <laughs> and I'm going to go down the road there, past Circle K, to... I know uh, that place. To Yes Salon, to get a four-hands massage. Good. It's massage in stereo. I'm going to watch. Oh. In the corner. Actually, we can make it podcast darkness. number two. Yeah. It's just basically me going... Because I, I have a sore neck from surfing. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, went, Tom went wakeboard surking. Yeah. Surking. Surking. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I fell every time, but I got better at it eventually. But eventually I got a bit cocky and I fell forward onto my hands and hurt my shoulder. I went, I'm going to sit out the rest of it. I've had fun. Dude. I did well, but uh, any more, any more, this could end poorly. Mm. 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 It was good fun though. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Although I did kind of feel 40. Really? Yeah, I was like, ah. Really? Yeah, there's a, there wasn't like physically, like I felt, like it was all good and strong, but it was like, then I fell and hurt myself. I was like, oh, that's right. I have a, you've been alive for a long time injury. Yeah. That you don't, you know, when you're a kid, you just bounce off shit because you don't hurt yourself like that. Yeah. You know, or if you do those kind of injuries when you're a kid, you repair a lot better than if you do when you're adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, but uh, other than that, it was fun. We got Steve to go down some water slides. He doesn't like water slides. He's really, real, he's like, yeah, he doesn't like those at all. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Doesn't like them. But he was like, no, that was cool. Should we do another one? Do another. <laughs> wow. We got, we got him to go down too. He was very brave. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That was a, that oh, thing. I no. don't find them super fun either. But when someone else is going, no, 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 I'm like, no, come on, come on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was good. Um, if, by the way, you are one of the people who uh, watches and listens to this uh, and doesn't necessarily subscribe to off our yet. Facebook stuff, um, I've been cataloging my journey on Facebook, kind of like a blog, but not. You know, and not a huge read, but just interesting little stories that pop into my head. So if you're at all interested, you could have a look at some of the things I've written. Yeah, I'm... Reasonably eloquent. In writing? In writing. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, tough. Hey, if you've got this far with this podcast, uh, please come to our showy thing oh, shit, on uh, yes. Tuesday. Please come to our showy thing on yeah. Tuesday. Thanks to the few, the five people that have bought tickets so far. Uh, hopefully we'll get a rush of interest in the next five days. Yeah, I hope so. Otherwise, it'll be, we'll, 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 it'll, it'll be intimate. And I will, 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 will stutter. Wow. What's going on there? St- 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 stutter rap. Yeah. Yeah. We should play that. That should be the secret song we play. I'm living on my own. I'm dying for a friend to say, you're great. Wow. <laughs> but I'm under the hammer. Yeah. Because all I seem to do is stir, 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 well, no one's ever seen what I mean from the age of 13. That's funny. Isn't it good? Very funny. Okay. Hey there, people. Once you land in here, we'll have a story to tell. And I'm telling you. Anyway, bye, everyone. I mean, slide of his man today. Oh, yeah. Ah, crackers. What's going on there? Well, there's fucking jingle bells next door. Oh, we are going to go. See you.